This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning. It's Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Another mayoral debate last night. This time it was televised on ABC7. And the candidates, oh, they sparred over public safety and city budget issues. My colleague Mariah Wolfel is reporting that former CPS CEO Paul Vallis has mostly avoided going on the attack throughout his campaign. But last night, he outright went after Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson early and often, starting with his first answer to a question about public safety. Bottom line is my opponent wants to defund the police. He doesn't want to fill the 1,100 vacancies. Johnson countered by saying he actually wants to hire 200 more police detectives. I'm not going to defund the police. And you, you know that. You know that. The candidates also argued over who is best equipped to manage the city's $16 billion budget. The runoff election is in only 18 days, but the candidates are not done sparring. There are several other debates coming up between now and then. Plus, more endorsements. Illinois State Representative Cam Buckner, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren have all endorsed Brandon Johnson. Meanwhile, several members of the city council's Black Caucus are lining up behind Paul Vallis, including Michelle Harris, Anthony Beal, David Moore, Derek Curtis, and Emma Mitz. And speaking of alder people, 14 Chicago city council seats are also headed to the runoffs. As a reminder, the runoff election is coming up on April 4th. So you've probably been hearing about ChatGPT. A lot of folks are up in arms about students using the program to write their papers instead of writing them themselves. Well, earlier this week, a panel at Northwestern University discussed how it could be useful in medicine. My colleague Araceli Gomez-Aldana is looking into this, and she says AI technology is becoming more accessible, and the use of systems like ChatGPT could help doctors select prescription medication or file insurance claims. Mohamed Hosseini is a researcher at Northwestern, and he says the possibilities seem endless, but only on paper. Because the medical landscape is heavily regulated and is full of all kinds of checks and balances that are there to protect patients, physicians, healthcare providers, and also the society. So integrating these systems in a legal and responsible way is extremely challenging. The panel of experts discussed the ethics, privacy, safety, accountability, and legality of using AI in medicine. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency has been looking at drinking water in state prisons, and it ain't looking good. The IEPA found 10 prisons that were not testing their water for harmful chemicals like chlorine and lead. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that these facilities also lacked the proper infrastructure for water treatment and sanitation. So the agency has issued drinking water violation notices to those prisons. In response to those notices, the Illinois Department of Corrections said in a statement it'll put recently released funds from the state toward improving the water. And the, quote, safety of staff, individuals in custody, and visitors to our facilities will remain our priority. 
prisoners' rights, and environmental groups have been calling on the state to take actions for the past year after getting numerous complaints from incarcerated people. And now for a few quick hits. Parents of young children with special needs on the far south side are suing Chicago public schools. A lawsuit filed earlier this week claims that a longtime teacher at Whistler Elementary regularly hit and cursed at her students with special needs. Attorneys for eight families said at a press conference that the unnamed teacher would use wooden rulers to punish kids who had trouble completing tasks. In a statement, CPS said it takes all allegations of employee misconduct seriously. And the University of Illinois lost both of their NCAA tournament matchups to Arkansas on the men's side and to Mississippi State on the women's side. Northwestern University, on the other hand, defeated Boise State, so their men's team will advance to the second round of the tournament. And consider this a sign of summer. Ravinia has dropped its 2023 lineup. And get ready to go back to the 90s and even earlier. Buddy Guy, Miss Lauren Hill, Boys to Men, and Carrie Underwood are some of the 100-plus acts who will play at the Highland Park venue this summer. Performances will go from June 6th to September 10th. As for weather, it's windy and cloudy today. There might be some sunshine in the afternoon, though. The high is in the mid-30s today, going down to the mid-20s tonight. And the weekend is a mixed bag. Tomorrow, cooling down quite a bit to the mid-20s, but warming back up on Sunday with some sun. And that's it for now. Later today, don't you just love daylight saving time? Yeah, I've been struggling all week, and I'm going to talk with a sleep specialist about it. There's an increase in uh, heart attacks and uh, strokes. There's an increase in more vehicle accidents in the days after the change. Dr. James Rowley is with the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. He's going to make some suggestions about how to avoid those catastrophic mistakes because of sleep deprivation. And he'll give us an update on attempts to make daylight saving time permanent. That's today at 2. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you then. 